So today we're joined by Andrew, who is one of our school friends again. Hello. He is a video editor, mm-hmm. um, freelance video editor. He's recently taken over the editing of this show as well, as of last episode. And he's here today to talk to us about his journey into what he does now. I think ed- editing sort of halfway, like a halfway house. It's like, it's half technician. Yeah. It's half, you know, you, you half have to be a technician. And I'm, and I'm not the strongest at that. That's not what comes naturally mm-hmm. to me. And then it's half coming up with an idea on your own or in tandem with someone else. You need to be like, I think, they say that editors make really good parents because they... Nora's, yeah, yeah. Nora, Nora's a delight. My child Nora is a delight. <laughs> <laughs> Testament to that. I didn't yeah. just luck out. Um, but they say that it's good. You good, good listening and taking people, what people are saying on, taking their creative thing and not having to be like, no, no, I've got to just do my own thing. Or yeah, I've got to just mm. collaborating. Yeah, a bit of collaborating. Yeah, I see. I see a lot of um, things as half, half art, half science. Mm. Editing is one of them. Music production is another one. DJing is another one. Cooking is another one. It's yeah. like half of it is you have to be able to do this technical stuff for it to, to work. Mm-hmm. And the other half is let your creativity sort of flow. Even something like investing. It, I think there's an art and science to it. You have all the technical stuff, understanding numbers, but then there's a lot of qualitative stuff that mm. you've got to think about. You can be more skewing to one or more skewing to the other. So you can sort of be yeah. the sort of person who thinks in numbers exclusively. And that I know some really good editors who think only in time code and only in, you know, they're, I mean, they're freaks, but <laughs> <laughs> but like, but they but they do think only in you know, twenty four frames or twenty five frames. How do I get you know? And they are just typing in time code, typing in time code the whole time. And then there's some people like me who are a bit more like puzzly shape sort of people who yeah. go, well, let's put it all in a big play mat and arrange the shapes. <laughs> you know, it genuinely is yeah, a bit yeah, of no, I, It's I, a bit of... I get what you mean. And and there are some people who uh, sort of sound is more important. Than the, there's some people who can't start editing until the color's right or until, you know, they have to... Uh, you might be a bit more in that camp. I feel like you might be in the visual camp. Probably. A little bit. <laughs> you've got the maths mind as well. You know, and you, I'm like 50-50. John, I think you've got the maths mind. I think you're, <laughs> you're all right for that. Yeah, yeah, I've done tests. It's literally 49-51%. Is it? Half, you're literally you're, half you're half a Brexit's point. worth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I might be. Yeah. I mean... I like throwing everything down and then... Mm-hmm creating a rough storyline maybe i'll get bored of doing that and jump into color they yeah. get bored of color let's do some sound work and then it's just like okay let's get all these little animation things done yeah and then so it's like i get bored of a specific task if i'm doing it for too long yeah. so i might switch between but yeah i do lay everything out yeah, i think my my favorite thing is to like chop chop veg first just do all like you know when you're making like a stir fry yeah Yeah. you're making everything and you sort of put everything into because i'm not very organized person you you both organized i'm i'm organized you're well because you i've I've seen your bag it's a (laughs) dart my bag looks closer to john's bag uh, (laughs) which i assume is a a nightmare (laughs) we can we can can link that video somewhere (laughs) Uh, oh yeah no i think i might have seen i think that's why it's in my mind that's why it's in your mind it'll be linked somewhere somewhere there <laughs> Andrew put it there <laughs> yeah. I do find that I need to like arrange things very carefully though for in order to be organized but then yeah. it quickly turns into chaos it's yeah. about how you put it back yeah and how you yeah put it in the first place I think it, I think it calms my mind the most if I feel like I can do better creative stuff if I'm calm and I've done all the chopping I haven't even done any of the creative stuff yet I've just yeah. got everything in the right place I've got all my little bits I, yeah. I, I've already got the makings of it there and I in the same way with like a, as I say, with find the corners uh, of a jigsaw or something. Yeah, or like yeah. Uh, do the edges first. Get yeah. you know, and rough outline. Yeah, and also like everything in a little pot. Like what's it called? Mise en place. You heard of mise en place? It's like everything no. in little bowls. So that's how chefs work. You know, they sort of like throw everything in. They, they've oh, already yeah, done yeah. the chopping. Everything's there. Mm. The coriander's there. You know the yeah. onions, and they're just chucking yeah, yeah. it all in. I do that. Like a subway. Yeah. (laughs) Like going to subway. But it makes it so much easier when you're not like chopping while something's burning. You're sort of. Yeah, it's the. That's me, basically. (laughs) (laughs) It's the the fail to prepare, prepare to fail Mm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we've said it already or not, but Andrew does the video editing and he's doing the editing for this. So, what took you down this, this route? 
Um, an email. <laughs> Genuinely, I was sort of milling around as a runner. So runner is like the lowest point below the table somewhere <laughs> is the runner who has to get everything and do everything. And, like on know, set. Yeah, on yeah. set or even in the office, just sort of like ferrying drives around and also doing a little bit more creative work and being paid minimum wage, obviously. You know, lovely. Yeah. It's a lovely, lovely life. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel sorry. For, I, I, you know, feel sorry for any runners. It's tough. Um, and I was milling around that for quite a long time because I liked the people who I work with. And then I got an email from another company. So I was working at RSA. And I got an email from... RSA is... Oh, Ridley, Ridley Scott Associates. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which... I know, I'm just saying it because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's, it's a very good uh, learning, you know, like a good training sort of area because... It, it got you really used to doing things the correct way because they're so rigid and old school and, you know, you have to do things this way, you have to organise everything this way, and I don't have that naturally. Um, so I did that. Quiet Storm, who are a lovely company, but like a bit more organised chaos, you know, a bit more of that sort of stuff. But you get to see the whole process. You don't feel like you're so removed from everything. I, I got an email from Dave, who's a lovely guy, who's the head editor there, and I still work with him now. And he just said, would you like to be an editor? You know, he's, he, he said, do you, do you know all these programs? And I said, yeah, <coughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. Say, say yes and figure it out later. Yeah, I did, a, I did an editing course the weekend before. Oh, wow. So uh, were you not editing before that? Not really. I, I, I had edited at university. I did like a film degree. And I sort of, I, I, I dabbled and I'd done a short film. I sort of edited a bit on that in Final Cut 7 back when that was the thing I liked it but I didn't I wasn't like it didn't appeal to every part of my yeah. sensibility I thought I might write more I thought like oh I like writing you know and then I, I let it go for quite a while and I did know Final Cut 7 which is close enough to Premiere if you change the sh shortcuts yeah, yeah. it's all about just like changing the keyboard shortcuts to make it seem like the other one mm -hmm. and then you can learn pretty much any of the you know non-linear editing bits of software and then I, I sort of learned that the weekend before because I was like, well, I need to know that. I can't just look at a few YouTube videos. I don't know about you, but I can't just I can't just watch some YouTube videos and just teach myself and then feel fine with it. I need a teacher to say this is the right way to do it, and then I can watch YouTube videos off the back of that and learn how to do. Like, he, he does everything that way. You watch YouTube videos. He just yeah watches them. Yeah, well, me, I me mean, too, actually. What's the word right. for that? What Auto, there's a word for just like self-taught or is it autodidact? Didact, yeah, autodidact. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I would. I mean, I would start by opening the software or whatever it is I'm trying to learn, trying to do it. Mm. I mean, there'll be like a whole barrier before that, yeah, to like actually have the self confidence to try it. But you have to fail at that, get overwhelmed, mm. then go and look up something, yeah. and that will bring you to another level. And then you think, oh, actually, I want to do this, I want this text to be behind this person. Mm. How do I do that? Okay. This is how you mask. This is how you take out the green screen. Yeah. Just whenever I feel like I need, like, in like our vlogs and stuff, most of what I've learned editing-wise has been from our from our vlogs. Yeah. I've never done it before. Because they're they're quite complicated. Yeah, they take a very long time, but I had I kind of knew how the whole timeline thing worked because I'd been producing music. Mm -hmm. So like I knew, okay, I knew how to keyframe, like I knew how to automate from, I knew how to use a compressor. All that sort of stuff from... Because a lot of it carries across. Yeah, yeah the, the Logic Pro plugins are in Final Cut. Yeah. They're exactly the same. Yeah. So the only bit I didn't know is the visual bit, the transitions and yeah. whatever else. But then I'm, I'm on YouTube all the time. I watch it more than anything else. So I would see, okay, that, that person's done this transition. How do I do that? Yeah, then you, all, you already up. know the visual language, don't you? Yeah. And you're sort of basing it off of that. Mm. I do get what you're saying, though, because I like to learn with a structure in place. Like, so, but I think, I don't know, I just take to that quite well. So you learn that, and then that, and then that, and then that. And then I understand how it fits together. So more like a course. And also you can bounce questions off of somebody who knows exactly. Because then you can ask all those questions that you'd be asking to YouTube, and I feel like I'd get... Yeah. I feel like I then get what the person would say to do it, or they say do it the quickest way. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully the teacher's teaching you the quickest way to do something. Well, well they'll, so they'll teach you the way that they feel is more comfortable for them. Yeah. Won't always work for you. No, that's true. That's I true. think to reach a level of mastery, you do need someone who's above you. 
to actually show you how to do it like like as in a few steps in, ahead of you though not yeah not like a master teaching a novice because it, it's, it's too far removed it's like um well I don't and, know, unless it, they've got the communication skills and the ability to drop down and yeah, numb down that's the the, yeah. Man, those teachers are like it, it's like yeah. um was it gold we, dust aren't they we mm. teach like some kid who might be extremely extremely good at maths and then i always kind of think they need someone who can offer enrichment so they're they're so strong at maths they're not really getting what they need in a school scenario or something like that. But they need someone who's a bit of an expert to actually push them forward. Help them, yeah. Help help them find ways to like push their maths forward. Um, it's the same with, well, it's like salsa. I'm doing it at the moment. But I feel like just attending classes and stuff like that, I'm still probably making a few mistakes as I'm going. Mm-hmm. And I need someone just to just point point out those little flaws in my dancing that kind of thing yeah i think you don't also want to like bed in mistakes mm. the worst thing I, you see some in, yeah. in editing and probably in dancing you know, almost yeah. certainly in no, dancing as well oh, yeah. <laughs> where you you see someone who's bedded in a mistake so far in that that's habits. like that, that's the way they do Bad it and, and they yeah. and they know and, and a teacher can look at them and go oh that's really stiff and that you're always going to be stiff because you're always trying to compensate or something i don't know mm. why i'm sort of <laughs> vaguely shimming in my chair you know maybe you feel like doing some salsa <laughs> maybe i do john maybe I do. <laughs> you're actually a really good dancer uh i mean yeah, i remember i've been i've just been how long are we into this and we've been waiting for someone to <laughs> <laughs> well we're here now do you want to just show everybody yeah no again? i'll just <laughs> knock, all the, knock all the cameras <laughs> over up turn the table and just start dropping. it's something that you share with matt walsh <laughs> Uh, yes, oh. he was a professional. John's found a man with beard, with a beard and glasses. He looks like me. Whenever no, someone says there's a man who looks like you, it's always oh, he's got beard and glasses <laughs> and brown hair. <laughs> but he also was a professional dancer. I oh, was he yeah, before he went into hosting a <laughs> wire <editing>. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what were the other options, or were there any other options uh, when you were deciding? Because you started as a runner, you went into editing. I could have drifted for a while. <laughs> I could have drifted for a long time. Yeah, I mean, a drifter. <laughs> I suppose if I'd found myself writing, that wouldn't have been a big surprise. I did a little bit of um, what's it called? Like uh, treatments, and I also found myself doing a bit of script reading and stuff like that, which is, you know, d- development is what it's called, yeah, development. Mm. Um, and I had some friends who moved into that. With when you're a runner, there's you essentially there's like a pl- plethora of options you could be. You're in, you're in a production company, which is pretty tram lines to being a, a production manager, then a producer, you know, then an exec producer, whatever. And that's very much you're going to be producing stuff. And all of the runners did different, had different things, some like props, some like costumes, some like, you know, script writing, some wanted to get yeah. behind the camera. And it, I never knew what I wanted to do. So I didn't, yeah. I don't think there was another option. Editing appealed to me as soon as it was given to me, but it wasn't something that I like searched out. And, and the other things, I don't think, I, I think the only thing I could, I'd have been terrible behind a camera, really. I think I, I could I don't know, have, I think you'd be quite good. Uh, I don't like the pressure of it. I don't like the. Mm. I like the fact that when I'm editing something, every, every, everything's there. You've already filmed it all. I, I don't have to. You know, everything's here. I just mm. work with what's been given to me. And if it's not quite right, I can try and make it right. And that's yeah. like a puzzle. But if I don't hit record, or like if anything, you're thinking about whether I hit record. <laughs> I hope you hit record. <laughs> yeah. um, but the, the that sort of thing. That pressure, I never mm. wanted. I never, I never want. I hated the immediate. I hated being on sets. I hated the immediacy of sets. Yeah. If you make a mistake, it's it trickles down for the rest of the thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like a try, try several different things, mm. and see what sticks. Because there's two different routes, right? There's there's the route of I always wanted to become a whatever mm. doctor, lawyer, whatever. Mm. I need to do this exam, this exam, this university, blah blah. Your path is pretty much laid out before you. Whereas, well, on the other side, the creative side of it, you have several different options. You might not know exactly what you want to do. I never knew what I wanted to do. No. I ended up here because it's what stuck. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot of that. There's a lot of, it, it, 
it will be the thing that just sort of clicks with you. And it might click for a while and then move away. I've got mm. a friend who's moved into editing now. She's pretty much the same age as me. She got into it about a year, or no, two years ago, two, three years ago. She was working in development before. She, she was very good at it, you know. She was working for Idris Elba's company. She was doing, you know, good stuff. And she's now dropped down to, you know, being a ju more junior editor, but I think she likes it more. It fits her brain more. And I think it, you've got to be free enough or like have the ability just to drop it because you can get tram lines. You can just get like, oh, I'm going to be this. I'm always going to be an editor. I might not always be an editor. I might get to a certain ceiling or like a point and then realize I don't like, I don't like doing it anymore. I don't like, you know, it's very possible. Yeah. You've got to be open to that. Otherwise, you could just be like 50, just like, okay. Have you thought um, about writing alongside? Yeah, and I think I will. I think I will. I think I might, I might try and write something, but whether it be any good is <laughs> a whole other thing. Well, yeah. first one probably won't be, but it's just part of... Almost certainly not. No. Yeah, it's just yeah. how it is, isn't it? Yeah. You look back at our first videos, they were pretty bad. So. But that's how you learn, that's, Yeah, it? you yeah. learn as you go along, yeah. All right, if someone wanted to hire an editor, if you're on the other side of it, like hiring someone like yourself, what would you ask? Well, like, say if you had three questions. Uh, I think I would ask, firstly, I'd ask for references as opposed to what people do in the industry. It's like they ask for... It's portfolio-based. Portfolio-based. It, it's either a showreel or it's just anything you've done. So like the, the complete film. So like I said, it's an advert, it's an advert or a music video or like portfolio sort of stuff. Or it's a showreel, which is just all the nice shots all cut together. Showreel, I think, is almost completely useless because it can show you someone that you can edit a showreel and that's it. And that you've worked on a high grade of stuff. That's about mm. it. But you don't really get a sense of what the editor's like. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then portfolio, it shows that you've made nice things that are coherent, but that might not that might have been despite you rather than because of you you know you might have been an absolute nightmare to work with a reference is something that it's like a director has said this person is easy to work with they are friendly they react quickly like that they, they don't you know they're not stubborn and don't block things mm. so it is a bit of that it's a bit of like a, uh, asking for resumes would really help. Well, no, asking, not resumes, references. Asking for people for yeah. references. More useful than a resume. <laughs> yeah, more useful than a resume, yeah. yeah. Um, secondly, I don't know. Um, I think not being too... I think it's more what they shouldn't ask. What they do ask in my industry is someone who has fashion experience or someone who has... And they're sort of not accepting that it might be a skill that is applicable across, you know, regardless of previous relevant experience an editor is an editor i think broadly if someone's broadly, worked yeah. yeah if someone's worked <laughs> exclusively on music videos they can still cut fashion film yeah, it's that sort of thing there you are know. different types of editing so like yeah there's like retention editing mm -hmm. or like music video where you've got loads of different transitions and shots or whatever else mm -hmm. or you have stuff like this where it's just talking mm. heads and you just cut between them yeah. casually so there are different types of editors but yeah. the skill set required is the same for all of them I would say that if you're a chef who can cook to a high standard, you can flip a burger. You know, or like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, chefs keeps coming up, but like, I think it's sort of, it's a good analogy. It's relevant. And I'm going to push it to the very end. We keep bringing it back to food, right? I'm hungry. But I, yeah, I think that that is true that then they sort of, they then reduce the pool of people that they get in. Mm. So they go, oh, I only want fashion editors. Well, what if all those fashion editors are busy? And you've, what, you get someone with less experience, but it's relevant? They've cut one fashion film, and that's better than someone who's had 10 years of experience cutting adverts. That might have a bit of crossover. I don't, you know, it's yeah. that sort of thing yeah, where they yeah, limit yeah. themselves because they go, we need to tick this box, otherwise our project won't look the way it always looks. Most editors can watch something and then ape that. Yeah. By the way, you're talking about learning from YouTube. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I think it's different. It's coming from a different person's skill set. So they might be more on the other side of their, their brain compared to what hmm. what uh, you would be doing as an editor. Hmm. So they might be thinking, okay, they need to be this, 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 and this. Whereas you're like, you know, you can work with whatever because it's, yeah. you know how to do it. 
and you can yeah, offer up brain, right brain, whatever. You can also offer up different po- portfolios that have, you know, <coughs> vastly different content. I could show them podcast stuff, corporate stuff, mm. stuff that's more like ABC cam, as you're saying. I can offer up stuff that are music videos, quick cutting, or like TikTok. Oof. I can do so. Yeah, I've got some TikTok stuff. Have you? <laughs> I, know, I, know, <laughs> I know your hatred for vertical video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm very aware. Yeah. Me too, right? Absolutely. It's a scourge. And, and they try and sort of fit. The, the worst thing is they shoot, you know, 16 by 9 and go, can we do a 916? Um, yeah, you but it's, yeah, crop him would look awful. If you haven't shot 4K, then it could look really bad. Well, if you haven't shot 4K, you wouldn't. Well, but people still do. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Painful. Painful stuff. Really yeah, painful I, find, stuff. I find shooting in portrait disgusting. Yeah. But, but it's just the way that like, we yeah. hold our devices. That's just... I prefer square. I don't mind. I just don't yeah, mind square. Square's, square's fine. Because mm. it's more like old academy ratio. Which is like four by five. Four by three. Four by three, sorry. Yeah, I quite like squares. I've done loads <laughs> of squares. <laughs> yeah, no, it's my favourite shape. I'm <laughs> joking. <laughs> Actually, it's, it's a circle. isn't it? Yeah, I'm a rhombus guy. <laughs> I'm a oh, what about, sort of. what about circles? circles? Infinite mm. triangles. Everything's made out of triangles. I feel like circles quite greedy, isn't it? It's like, oh, <laughs> or want to be eternal. Or, or, or no the edges or the, edges. Or, or, the or the triangle <laughs> is, is actually <laughs> actually does the circle that split down. Circles the thing that starts it all. Yeah, that's true. But I think, again, I think I think circles arrogant. We <laughs> <laughs> can all agree that triangles like down to earth. Yeah, yeah, it's building blocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> there you go. All day, all day went wrong, were they? <laughs> no, no, no <laughs> If you had like a young person going into your industry or looking to go into your industry, we've got obviously a lot of like people who are like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they're looking for <laughs> what their future career might be, or maybe they're not. And they might not have considered it at all. Huh. What if you had to like give them some advice? What would you What would you say if they were kind of interested? Um, I would say, I'd say, be clear about what if you if you are the sort of person who knows that you want to be an editor and that you want to do that for the rest of your life and that's your passion. On the first, not the first day, but like a couple of weeks into working as a runner, because that's what you'll be doing, maybe in a post house or whatever, be very clear about where you want to be with someone who is a nice person, someone who's a supportive person. Because if you're not clear about it, no no, no no one will ask you. They won't know that you want to do that. They won't know that you want to be an editor. They might be like, oh, I don't know what they want. They might want to work in production or might want to work in, you know something else mm. and if you're clear about what you want to do you you'll go further quicker because people will try and fast rate you people people don't want to block you in most of the time the good ones don't so would you say people skills are more like one of the most important things being able to talk to people being able to get along with people knowing you know yeah i think if you're likable and enough and and you're not difficult because those things spread around yeah Obviously, you don't want to be a doormat. You don't want to be like amenable to everything. You don't want to, you don't want to be a yes person who disappoints. But you want to be, yeah, approachable, and you want to be a sort of smiley, friendly face when someone comes over and says, "Can you do this?" Mm-hmm. You don't want to be the person who goes, "No." I'm going to go back to my crossword. <laughs> You've got to be the sort of person who. Yeah, is and I think I open. I'm probably open to learning a lot of different different things because there's so many skills yeah. involved. And open to asking questions and, and like acknowledging that you don't know everything. Pretending that you know something and then desperately trying to scrabble it together can sometimes look really bad. Like saying you can edit and then run to do a course. <laughs> but I could by the end of the weekend. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> hey, you did it. So. Yeah. It's either arrog- arrogance or confidence. Or brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's just like you have the confidence to know that you are capable of learning that. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, I mean, if it's it ne- growth mindset if it, thing we were talking about, if it never done it at all before, I think it would have been less. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but because it if you've had got some basing. Yeah. What's your favourite type of thing to edit? I know, I know that you've done a lot of the Harry Bow ads. <laughs> what are the, what are the... They're on rails a bit. Like, they're very easy because they've got such an established structure. They've been doing them for about. 10 years. Ten years. Yeah. So the with the they were there before I started editing. So yeah. yeah. So I, and I've done about seven or eight of them. So 
I know exactly what the rhythms of that are. I know what the process is. So that is an incredibly easy one, maybe not all the time the most satisfying. I think one that's, uh, I've always liked music videos, but we are Have going- Have you done music videos? I've done five or six. Oh, why have I not seen these? They're on my website. Oh, um, okay, I'll have a look. We've, we've linked it below as well. So. It, music videos, the money has just dropped. Out, out, out yeah, well, I it, mean, I, I'm in. The, I'm almost in the wrong generation for me being into music videos because mm. ten years, fifteen years earlier, the MTV, yes, MTV and VHS and all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we were in a boom. VH1. Like, a, a, a music video might have the same budget as an advert, or you know, yeah. Some of the most expensive music videos of all time were made in the late '90s, early thousands, and after, you know, 2010, nope. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're sort of an afterthought now. Yeah, it's once um, Facebook and Netflix became more of a thing. Yeah, people started to get rid of their cable. Yeah, and then I mean that's where they were before. Now mm. they're just on. They're either, in fact, they're mostly on YouTube. Yeah, and obviously TikTok and whatever else. But and you've actually got a weird thing where the music videos being created at the moment are great. Like, I think they're better than the ones that were being made for big budgets. Like, people have been very inventive with mm. the lack of money. But it still is pretty... It's, it's usually got to be, a, like, a one-man band or something. It's got to be, like, a... It has. It's got to be someone mm. who knows After Effects and can make something cool for almost nothing, work ridiculous hours to get it done. I guess that's the other thing, because the, the, the software and hardware is actually trickled down to everyday people. Yeah. So you could just have a phone. Which is, which is diluted stuff, I think. Yeah. I, I think there's been an element which is great and handing power to people, yeah. but also it's but because there's, there's a lot so more of more, it. Yeah, it's like that's a, probably why you need to have people that are able to do these impressive things to yeah. stand out from yeah. the white noise that's, you know. And people want to emulate a style that's not very good a lot of the time because they see mm -hmm. YouTube editing that sometimes it'd be quite cutty and quite weird and off-putting to me. Yeah. And then they, they want, everyone wants to their videos to look like that way. And you get professional editors doing things that are bad. Things that are, you know, are not filmic or not mm. flowing or not. Yeah, I don't, different I, don't like, I don't like it. Like no, I don't like the quick like cutaways and things like that. Mm. Picture in picture. Yeah. Suddenly freezing everything and going like black and white. Like a, maybe a little meme popping up. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like it. <laughs> <but> <laughs> stuff. I don't like it, but it's like you mm. have to sort of, I don't know. Cater to your audience. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've cut things that I've thought, oh, this is, I wouldn't, I, I don't like this but it's what the client wants. Oh, you went to, you went to Brighton, right? Yes. Yeah. And you, you did specifically film, wasn't I, it? Or I did I, film theory. Film, so, film theory. Which, uh, not that useful. Doesn't make you that employable. <laughs> I'll level with you. But uh, it's what you were interested in. Yeah, no, I so, loved it. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't regret doing it and I don't regret not, I, I, I suppose doing a more practical course would have set me up a little, little bit better. Mm. But yeah, there's probably really like, like really good film editing courses, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that from what I've what I understand, there's quite a few people doing doing stuff in college that like film production stuff in college where they actually mm. do a lot mm. of it's like lot, these days. It's a lot more set yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a lot more media. Like people studying media nowadays, mm. yeah, a lot more. Oh, yeah. we didn't even have it uh, as an option at our school. I don't think. No, we did not. It's not academic no. enough, <laughs> which I think is just such a. Yeah, know, I, I really didn't like that we didn't have we didn't have graphic design. We didn't have um, business. You could have done economics though, which is just a more. I would, just if, more complex, I would have I would have preferred to do a business course. I've never done a business course, mm. but we didn't have that at school. No. They just they were, they were all. It's not Latin. Yeah, that's not. That's, that's, that's another another good thing to go on to. What, what's your opinion on how useful, um, like, the STEM subjects? How what like? Because obviously you're you're good at like writing English, whatever else. Like, how how much of that carries through into the the creative um, journey? I think if you've got a baseline, if you've got a baseline, which I think. Maybe a maybe GCSE will get you up to where you roughly need to be. You know, mm. you just need to be uh, as a, a communicator, written communicator. You need to be at a certain level. Otherwise, you seem 
less qualified maybe than you are, even though that might not be true. If you have really poor grammar or if you're, you know, yeah. if you're a bit all over the place in an email, it can come across really badly, obviously. I think maths is obviously important. I would be better at my job if I was really good at maths. I was going to say, because when I've been editing, there is, there's maths involved in that. I, like, I, I mean, the great thing is you've got a calculator on your phone. So you can do a lot of the... You can do a lot of the maths there, and you can also ignore the maths for a little bit and just be a, yeah. be a more more shapes sort of editor, yeah. more sort of like. Then I guess you need to know what to type into the calculator as well. Yeah, if so you the, have to divide the number of frames by the number of whatever you know. Watch just eyeball it. Just guess. <laughs> no. What, 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 <laughs> no. What's what, some instances where it would have been useful to know a bit more maths? I'm interested. I don't. I obviously don't do this. Uh, when you're dealing with sound mixing, and sound to frame rate. You know the frequency, the ma marrying that with you know that would be really useful. It's, it's in troubleshooting as much as anything. So if you if you can troubleshoot in that thing and fudge it, and you can modify footage and you can modify sound so that it adapts a certain uh, speed, so that they can be lined up. Most of the time, in today's editing software, it's pretty automatic. You can sync it. You know, if someone's done their job correctly in the sound recording department, it should be a breeze uh, when putting it all together. But if something goes wrong, the maths is important then and the maths of how it lines up and why something's drifting, why something is at the wrong frame rate for the sound, you know, that can be that can be a bit. I've had that before. Yeah. Uh, several times. I didn't know how to fix it. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't know that's what the problem was. Obviously, I didn't. I've never. I mean, I, I, I just go forward where there's like a gap in the talking or whatever yeah. and then realign. And yeah. then I just do several realignments. Yeah, it's happened in previous early podcasts that I've edited. It's a problem. I no. mean, yeah. it can happen. Yeah, I was confused by that. I was like, why is it? Why is it drifting? Yeah, yeah. So it's a frame rate issue. It's frame rate versus uh, speed of uh, like speed, speed speed of sound. sound yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Exactly. time. Yeah, yeah, time. <laughs> so so you, you'll, you'll see you'll see and you can conform them and but you know obviously that can pitch that up or down depending on whether mm. you're you know. So the first time I found it was when working with US footage. Because that's twenty three, that's twenty nine nine seven, near, near enough thirty, um, and UK is twenty five, mm. and the conversion to that meant that US stuff sounded. <laughs> so, so you know the, yeah, you have yeah. to fix that, and you've got to, or you've got to get someone who knows how to fix that, mm. and it's often about being able to verbalize. That's where the stem stuff comes back. Hmm. You've got to be able to verbalize that to somebody. You can't just be internally knowing what that is. You need to be able to extern mm. externalize yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I actually think like English is the most important thing, but to, hmm. to know because because obviously yeah. communicating, obviously like basic maths hmm. very important, but but English actually continuing to improve your communication is very important. Yeah, I mean the reason I ask is I've spoken to students here who have. Um, who said, oh, you know, they've been in the maths class or an English class or whatever. And they're like, they've made a, like a one-off comment of like, oh, I'm not going to need this. I'm going to be going into like advertising or I'm going to be mm. going into into media or whatever. I was like, or like, there's a, there's a girl at Loughton that was going to go into like fashion or whatever. Fashion, cooking, and, and all and they were kinds like, of Yeah, and she, she was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I've had it a few times. Oh, I'm not going to need this, like... Mm. I don't need this level of maths for whatever. And I'm like, you do realize that when you're editing a video or when you're trying to get ratios of, of like address to work or whatever else, you need to know how to do maths. Yeah. Like you, you'd be really surprised how, how yeah. like applicable, it, applicable is. it is to, to everything, it's every like, job. It's like if I read like cover letters and CVs, if I see like a certain number of mistakes in, in it, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah. gonna Why bring that person in, especially for especially for something like tutoring. But I think it would apply across the board. Yeah, because you're like you didn't take time to check the sort of basics, and yeah. it shows a lack of care a little bit as well. Because, yeah, I mean most of these programs have little red squiggly lines that tell you that you've made a mistake. <laughs> you know, yeah. often. Um, so it does show a little lack of care as well and lack of thoroughness. Mm. That's yeah troubling <laughs> yeah and that's pretty important being an editor you know being sloppy it shows it eventually it'll come up yeah you know it'll, yeah, it'll yeah. trickle down somewhere if you were like so advising someone who's say leaving to go to university or something like that mm. would you actually would you recommend 
suppose they were going down into your career path. Mm. Would you recommend going to university? Would you say, give it a skip, do something else? On a social, I mean, it's different now because we had a different uh, mm. amount that we had to pay. Or yeah, like, you know, amount of accrued debt. Yeah. We were on the last one of the last years that had the three thousand. Yeah. It's now nine point something. Yes. Yeah, my sister was yeah. one of the first years to have the nine. Yeah. Um, and it makes the decision different. I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of theoretical debt, some of it, but you know, it is also real. Is there? Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, for the social aspect, yeah. For for that bit, I think the people that I knew who didn't go and are in my industry, they went up quite quickly. But they it started earlier. Yeah, yeah, of course. And but they they regret some bits of it. That, that I've heard them speak yeah. of that. Oh, I don't have, you know I don't have that sort of and I the camaraderie and learning something together. Yeah. You know, just I, being able to just mess around because there's no there's not much room for messing around when you're working because people need to hit deadlines. People need to deliver something. Yeah. It's yeah. not like oh have a play. It's like the cost the, yeah. the cost of failure is less when you're younger and yeah. and when you're in that sort of student phase you're allowed you're allowed to make more mistakes and that's actually yeah. Yeah. very good yeah it's yeah. it's quite restrictive to go i mean i think a lot of young people now seemingly focus on getting somewhere they mm. need to get somewhere and they need to be driven or otherwise that what they're floundering or something or otherwise they're not they need to have a side hustle they need to you know they, <laughs> they really do they speak in these terms it, yeah. like, it, it's almost a bit shocking because yeah. we would more concerned and it's not good we were more concerned in just drinking and chilling out and not you know not doing that which is it's yeah. not not a not necessarily a better way but the social side of things and, and being allowed to make mistakes and being allowed to work on something that actually might not mm. have yeah. yeah i've i've noticed that i've yeah. noticed that a lot with like say 15 16 year olds are so i mean they're a bit crazy too but they they they're also impress me a lot like yeah. with the level of focus on sort of laser focus on you know i need this uh say work experience i need this job i need this i was like yeah. when that used to be a thing like a long time ago and we're it's all coming back around to that so we would like the leisurely lot that were like yeah uh, i was never like that mm. yeah, like i said i just did did whatever and mm. then whatever felt right and whatever i enjoyed and whatever stuck is mm. what i went off and, and mm. did that's quite a privileged position as well, isn't it? You yeah, know? yeah, of course. It's that sort of thing where you're like, well, the reason I could do that is because I yeah. felt like there wasn't too much risk to it. Whereas now they might feel there's a lot of risk to it. There's mm. a lot of risk to noodling around at university because that's, you know, 27 grand. In yeah. Oh, and, 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 you know, if they do a master's more, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm not doing the maths on that. <laughs> <laughs> I know the maths. But you do, I mean, even if you're like, that comes back to what we were saying before, mm. even if you are running your own business, you need to know about all that sort of stuff. Because that interest compounds, and like mm. you need to know how all that works. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you about the whole university thing. I would double think it nowadays. Yeah. Um, knowing what I know now, but it's still um, a nice but, three years, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't change my experience because purely for the social mm. side of things. Because I know people that didn't go, some people that didn't go off to university, or they did do university but didn't move out. I think. It takes them a lot longer to grow up. Yeah. And it is like the the sort of the whole end, you know, means to an end sort of thing. Yeah. So, well, you know, okay, you've got there quicker, but have you enjoyed doing that? Yeah. Like, has that been an enjoyable experience to get there? When it doesn't really matter if you get there at 24 or 27. It's probably, you know, if you're factoring that three-year delay, it doesn't, doesn't matter that much. You know, we're doing a lot of things later anyway. We're not getting married at 21. We're not, we're not, it's not the 70s. We're not, you know, yeah. you, you, we're in London, you know. Mm. You, you, things are delayed. Things can be delayed, yeah. yeah. Especially especially for a man. So, you know, yeah. you, you can sort of, I, I think you've got to have the freedom to have three years that are, aren't as important or aren't crucial to your yeah. development mm. that won't resonate for the rest of your career. Because mm. university won't. It'll be forgotten about. It's like a line on your CV, isn't it? Yeah. That's all it is. Mm. Makes me think though that like <laughs> it needs. Well, I don't, I don't know. It would be good if if it were if it were sort of free at the point of delivery. I think it's like um, it's one of those things where if you spend a lot of money, so like so, it, and then it won't labour people with so much debt, and yeah. then although it will labour the country with 
a lot of debt, but I don't think it's fair when someone's 18 to like saddle them with 27. No, no, and they don't know that age either. Yeah, like, that, that's like, Ooh, free money. That's that's the biggest problem with it. Yeah, I think. yeah. yeah. they don't. Really I feel know. like it's partly a little, just little trick to keep you in, keep you in debt. And it's not even twenty seven k. It's interest. Oh, well. it's more than that. It's, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It's, a 30, <laughs> it's a good thirty to forty. Yeah, by yeah. the time mm. you leave, mm. and it favours someone who has, say, rich parents or you know, yeah. familiar yeah. wealth because they can draw on that and pay it off, and they don't pay that interest. You know, yeah, yeah. and it really doesn't favour those who are. Because a lot of people are not going to be earning; they're going to be not going to be earning an, enough to be paying off above that interest. You know, a lot of yeah. people are going to be earning below that. Mm. Mm. And I think it's a bit about opening your eyes to that. Yeah, just being aware of it. Because yeah. I wasn't aware of it. No, I'm, we didn't need to be. I mean, nine nine grand is not not insurmountable debt. <coughs> it's not nine. No, hmm? it's per term, isn't it? It's per term. I thought it was no, no, year. no. Like um. Like like when we went, when we went, yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah. when we went, it was it was like, I don't know, was it like four k or something? Yeah, but then it would have been also accommodation, so it was like, yeah, yeah. My 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 it, my it, my debt is more than nine. And it, end, it ended up mm. being, but but like just purely for the university education, it was probably around. Yeah, say, so it, say it, like it was like yeah. double. Yeah. So it'd been three point something for that, mm. and then another three point three for the maintenance <laughs> loan. Yes, so it's like. Not nine, it's more like 18, 19. Yeah. And now they've got like nine for the degree, but then they've also, they they have accommodation to pay for. So it's like by the end of it there. Like and then accommodation has gone off in price. Yeah, it's so about it's 40 like, by the time they leave. Yeah. I remember going for like the cheapest accommodation. I was yeah, like, of course. It's pretty heavy stuff though. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I've got like two technical questions, mm -hmm. I suppose. Um, so what is editing? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how is like in, in the, you've been using software for for a while? How has it improved over time? Like that, from what you you can see, sort of. Um, I think software software is yeah. like yeah, the software that you use is it's harder to tell. It's like, you know, a, f a frog in water and the temperature's raised and you don't realize it's really hot. Mm. You know, it's a bit like that because software, because it's getting, uh, Creative Cloud gets, and Adobe stuff gets updated every three months mm. and usually the first three months that it's updated, it's a disaster because it's all in beta. Bug fixing. Yeah, it's oh, bug yeah. fixing, yeah. a lot of that sort of nonsense. Um, and they do it so often that you don't really feel it. You feel it incrementally changing. Yes. And then it's only yeah. if I looked back at a 20... It's when you look back now. Now, if you if you took your phone and went and looked back at a, yeah. a iOS from ten years ago, you'd be like, "This is this is what we used." Yeah, this is uh, you know, it's like seeing, yeah, yeah I, iOS yeah. is from back then in no, films. You like, see them now, and you're like, Ugh, yeah. "Yeah, gross." <laughs> but it's like and it's intrinsically linked to hardware as well. Remember, yeah. yeah, like if the hard the hardware is not as fast as it was now, it can only be as good as the yes. hardware allows it to be back then. And that's what I was about to say about hardware because yeah. the hardware is where you. That's the bit where you, because you get, I've just got a new laptop. Yeah. But I mean, even when I got my old laptop, there was mm. a jump then. And it's because you're just jumping. You're doing it all at once. You're like, oh, I've got more RAM and I've got more, you know, my CPU or whatever. It, all of that is more tangible yeah. to you because you're like, oh, suddenly my speeds of rendering are down by half. And suddenly what mm. would have taken half an hour and also like transfer rates. You know, we that, spoke like, about this the other day. We, we, spoke, yeah, we yeah. spoke about this the other day. It's, you know, a, a, a cable, the strongest cable, that I, which was like a Firewire 800 when I started. Mm. Um, I never had Firewire. Yeah, yeah. rubbish. <laughs> but you know, it, it was it was better than USB 2 or whatever, yeah. and it would get you know it would it would take like to copy across a, a load of rushes. It'll take it like a half a day or a day depending on how big. Yeah. And now yeah. that is three minutes. Yeah. You know, like ten minutes if it's massive. Twenty minutes. Like you are, you're surprised when it takes longer than that. I remember having to render out edits before a meeting, a 30 second edit. That took four minutes, it used to take four minutes. And that was a software and a hardware thing. Yeah. Um, and you'd also then have to put it on a little stick. <laughs> <laughs> and that would take two minutes because it's USB 2. Mm. And all of the, like everything just builds up, builds up, builds up. Mm. And that process now is all immediate almost on the render and you send it via, you know, via the really strong Wi-Fi, and you know, it's that is like a minute now, rather than being 20, 25 minutes. You can do things yeah. like just before a meeting starts, you can make changes to an edit and just boom, boom, and everything's out. You know, it's, yeah. it's impressive in that sense. Mm. I think that's both a software and a hardware thing. It would be interesting to like 
get like a really old computer. Yeah. Well, we've got yours. <laughs> I mean, true. and we can put like a really old old version. Edit, of, yeah, yeah. It, and then see how long it takes to do something. Basic. It would be disgusting. <laughs> it would <laughs> make I you feel. I can't live my life like that. Mm, I that can't. I just need. I need something. I need to be fast. Even yeah. even with one of the fastest computers that is out at the moment. My brain's quicker than that. Like course, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking like three steps ahead of what it's doing, and I have to wait. And having it hold me up when doing an edit, mm. even with the new computers, is still yeah. it still gets. I think I, it. I've tried playing yeah. the Game Boy Color recently, just <laughs> yeah. like to see, and I, I couldn't do it. Like, I, I was just so like, which which pixels, Mario? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was like, <laughs> what the hell is horrible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's retro. It's nice, but it's yeah. also like, Ugh. but yeah. when it came out, you're like, this yeah. is revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> The little printer it had. The printer. <laughs> the printer. The camera. The camera. <laughs> I never had it, but I used something some at school had it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I remember. And I know I've got like a, a final question, but mm-hmm. um, uh, do you think that AI poses a great threat to videographers and editors? It's an existential question, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, to really stress me out right at the end. Um, I mean, I was just thinking when when you were saying about... Um, I thought the same thing when I was saying... Oh, you know, when you were saying, oh, my brain, my brain uh, that, this is going to be a computer talking in 10 years, going, well, this, these humans, we just we had to get rid of them because they're <laughs> just thinking too slowly. Uh, it'll be a couple of, you know, cyborgs. Or, uh, I think... Hey, if they can edit for me, fine. Yeah, uh, no. I don't have a job. <laughs> um, I'll keep you around for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> until the new version comes out. <laughs> I think AI is incredible for doing doing menial tasks very quickly that used to take ages. You know, mm. subbing for now is really good. And we're talking about text-based editing, which, you know, you can get ums and ers out. It still makes loads of mistakes. It's still, yeah. but it will, it, you know, by its very definition, it will learn. It will, yeah, yeah. it will keep getting better and it will eventually surpass. But then I think the biggest thing was the gap the biggest thing is the gap between what a producer knows or like what someone in a company knows and what the editor knows because if the gap's big enough it doesn't matter that much for now because a lot of what you're doing with AI really quickly they're assuming you're manually doing and then as soon as they figure that out then it crunches all the times down of how long you get given to do stuff because they assume AI is always going to just like you know some function is just going to do it quickly and people didn't know about the subbing thing for ages subtitles really quick now takes two minutes used to take about a day so because mm. you've you know if it was a 15 minute video you're going you're almost typing it in, in, you know, typing you, it in. It used to be a job and you're, and you're, and you're shifting it around and it was also, also quite buggy on premiere it was also quite like it was sometimes it would just do weird things and now yeah. it's just like it's just, you just see a bar move across and then it just types them up and then all you do is just read it through read it through and format to make it look nice and that, that'll take two you know that's like you can highlight it all at once so yeah, yeah. still find it makes mistakes with um, oh yeah difficult words or like company names company names people's names and even even accents as well because a lot of it's based mm. on the American accent yes. so when you say specific words in an English accent it doesn't always get it right and this th- th- this is very much like this is classic sort of it, it not being very clever mm. we were doing Kids from Glasgow for our new Haribo advert Worse than useless. <laughs> like it was, it was like I, I almost. Just a bunch of question marks. Yeah, like <laughs> the only thing it had done was time out the sentences, mm-hmm. but they were absolute gobbledygook. They were just, you know, all over the place, <laughs> just, just nonsense, because yeah. it couldn't understand it. You know, it wasn't hadn't been trained, and you know, there'll be a, there'll be an accent bias, there'll be a racial bias, there'll be all these biases built into these yeah. things, and they'll be useless at certain things. And now, mm. if you've got a CEO talking, in a very clipped manner, reading off an auto cue, sure. When it's tricky is when humans are so useful. Then, so it's not it's not a threat yet, but it will be. I mean, I'd be mm. silly to not say that it's going to be a threat. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna, I'm going to lose my job at some point. Yeah. Hopefully, I've built up enough capital before <laughs> then. <laughs> you know, that's the dream, isn't it? So, like we said in the um, AI podcast, it's the creativity. Mm. Yeah, that as well. Yeah, I'm but sure. I I don't I don't think that will be a barrier one day. I don't. Well, th- it, it, I, I, it I would be. It would be a replication of creativity, not yes. genuine creativity. Yeah, but then it will still serve the same purpose. That's the. I mean, it's, so it's, you got the whole uncanny. It'd be, it'd be similar to the uncanny valley mm. thing. And and also people making mistakes and that becoming suddenly an interesting way of doing something. You mm. lose that. You're marginalised. Yeah. It becomes you know pasteurised milk. It doesn't it's not like yeah. It, it becomes like oh a, a standard block of cheddar cheese 
rather than yeah. all these lovely things which are made from mould, you know, all these lovely blue cheeses. Yeah. You know, it's, it's that sort of thing. The way I can... The way I can uh... Chefs again. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are we having Should for lunch? Should we get lunch? you some food? <laughs> Please get me some food. <laughs> what, I, what it reminds me of is, like, again, music production. So if you were to type in a load of hi-hats, for example, mm-hmm. they all come out at the same level. Yeah. yeah. The same velocity yeah. and the same pitch. Mm-hmm. There are actual plugins that you can chuck onto that to humanize it. Mm. To like, because if you're playing the drums, you're not going to hit every single one at exactly the same yeah. robot, time, yeah. right? So there's plugins that like shift the hi hats on some of them slightly off beat, slightly different velocities to make it feel more human. So it feels a bit like that. The yeah. same with AI text. So you can throw it into yeah. something to humanize it. But it's like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's what I mean. That, that actually just shows that you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like eventually, you'll be unrecognizable between the two. Yeah, human and a. Yeah, Yeah, like yeah, yeah. It's going to distort reality for sure as well. I think, I think, I think even now, like I see things and I'm like, I don't know whether it's. Yeah, like watching watching like a Joe Rogan clip, like you can see there's been like deep fakes and whatever else. Like, I thought that was real. Uh, Yeah, you need. (laughs) And like I'm I'm good at picking up on these things, and I thought that was real. Yeah. So so like, yeah, it's already getting to that point. Once it's got that um, handle of hands and eyes, yeah, I think those yeah. are the two things that uh-huh. tracking with with it with quick movements and things like that because that's that's quite hard. But having said that, if you want to write something and then make it, you'll be able to just write in characters and then an AI will be able to create those characters. That already exists, by the way. Mm. Yeah, it's it. When I saw the was it the Google advert. It was all like, oh, you can adapt your photos and, you know, all of that. And the magic erase stuff, erasing. yeah. I didn't go, oh, great. I went, oh, no. Well, here it is, beginning of the end. Okay, yeah. here we are. <laughs> you know, the, it, there's it, the whole question of, like, is this now a photo or is it not a photo anymore? Yeah. There's a whole, like, philosophical debate about that. And there's the, if as soon as you can replicate reality it, convincingly, it becomes increasingly more likely that we're in a simulation. <laughs> you know, like that is that that, that becomes yeah. that's like the tipping point, isn't it? Where you yeah, go, yeah. well, as soon as you can recreate it, then okay, well, we, we can. No, yeah. we're all, all within a simulation <laughs> already. <laughs> yeah, wow. there's a big part of me that actually believes that. Yeah. Right. Well, what a lovely note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you for taking time Pleasure. out of your yeah. busy new parent freelance editing life i'm gonna have to edit the bags out from under my eyes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. yeah no i appreciate you coming down so after all that talk about food all the analogies we've been using about mm. cheese and starters and stuff we're gonna mm. go get some food for this guy delicious yep <laughs> thank you for watching if you're watching us on youtube don't forget to like and subscribe if you're on apple give us a follow spotify give us a follow and a review and we will see you next month The Education Lounge Podcast.